Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Thanks, RJ. We kicked off week three of the NFL season last night with the Carolina Panthers handling the Houston Texans by a score of 24 to 9, covered every number, taking the Sam Darnold led Panthers to 3 0. Yes, that is going to be the Vegas. You're choosing the Vegas lead for me, but I think you're right. We are going to though by uh, within five minutes or so. We're gonna uh, we're gonna spend five minutes on Sam Darnold and the crew, and then we're gonna preview the biggest game of the week early. Early preview: Tampa Bay and the Rams. But no doubt, it's Carolina. But I'm gonna make the following point about the game. This is the lead. This is the lead to me. It doesn't seem like the Houston Texans cared about winning after they fell behind. Now, let me be clear what I'm saying. I'm saying that they wanted to win the game. They played hard. But then at a certain point, they fell behind. They were behind, you know, they ended up 24 to 9. And at that point, what do you do? You go for it on fourth down. You start to play play a high-variance game. You fake punch. You do all kind of wild stuff. Houston did none of those. They, they in fact, did the opposite. They they got to the thirty nine yard line. They're in the third quarter. Now What's the score at this? Seven to six. Okay. They're in. They're in. They're it, in the game. They're in it at this point. They gotta be stoked. They are in this game. Oh, Hold on a second. They're down one at that point. Down one point. Fourth and four at the Carolina thirty nine. What do they do? You go for it, right? You gotta go for it. Or maybe. Well, I mean, it could be a long field goal. Or a long field goal. No. Let's purposely take a delay of game and then punt. Now, did they at least come out and try to draw him off sides? No, they brought the punter out and but, then let him take the in- intentional delay of game. Well, and why punt. wouldn't they go and uh, – what would have been lost? I didn't see this part. <laughs> what would have been lost if they would have went up and, you know, and tried to get him off sides? Literally nothing would have been lost. It would lost. have taken time. You know, maybe they were like, hey, listen – He's not getting paid that much money, the head coach, I mean, relative to other head coaches. But they, the fact that they took an intentional delay of game means they could have wasted punt. that time otherwise. They could have yeah. wasted that time at least trying to draw an offside something. And p- the Panthers had a bunch of penalties last night. Maybe you could have drawn an offsides, but instead they said, nope, but we I concede. Mean, here's the point. What is your best possible outcome doing it the way they did it? It was punting the ball. What's the best, worst possible outcome doing it the way I suggest, punting the ball? So, is there an upside? Yes, you might get a first down. Oh, my God. And you would think after last week when basically they gave up on third down, when they could have had third down, and they're like, no, we're going to punt. We trust our punter to get them deep. Now, listen, I understand this. Houston took so much heat and so much derision. I mean, you led the way, I got to say. And... I think they're just saying, let's not embarrass ourselves, which actually is betters, though they didn't cover this game. I'm going to look to play them, especially, and let's talk about Mills, because Tyrod Taylor, one of the top five quarterbacks, now short sample size, in the league by EPA, out, how, how long is he supposed to be out for? There's no real timetable. I've heard up to four weeks. All right, so, but a month or less, and now the... Draft choice Mills, you talked about it yesterday. They wanted, the Texans did, a quarterback to have a lottery ticket this year because you can only play one a year. That's the whole thing. People talk about the Dolphins. They should have drafted someone at three. It's hard to give two quarterbacks a chance. And they didn't have a quarterback really with any upside. 
if we assume Taylor doesn't have that, and history says he doesn't really, they wanted to have a quarterback to give the lottery ticket to. Well, how would you say Mills looked? Not awful, but doesn't look like he's a lottery ticket that's going to win. 57 QBR. His yards per attempt, though, right around 6-0, so not going downfield. So here's the question, RJ. They're 1-2 and two now. They're at the Bills next week. Then they get the Patriots. Then they're at the Colts. Let's say they let's say they're one and five. They might have a better record than the Colts at that point. They might. Okay, let's say let's say they're they're two and th- two and four. If that's what they did, if that's what they end up, let's say they win a game, All two right. and four. Tyrod Taylor's back. Do you have any motivation to start day, uh, to start Tyrod Taylor? Do you? It matters how good Mills is playing. If he's playing at least as good, if not a little bit better. I think if he plays any better than this, you you play him. I have no motivation to play Tyrod Taylor anymore if I'm the Texans. I want the best draft pick possible, even if Mills sucks. Here's the thing. The NBA has infested sports fans. (laughs) It's it's like some insidious thing in a movie. And what is it? The contagion is losing, tanking. What NFL team tanks? They really don't. And you know what? You can't ask guys to put physically their, their, their bodily welfare on the line without trying to win. But you I can think. put you can as an organization put a team out there that doesn't give you the best no, you chance can't. to win. You can't. Here's my distinction. And this is this is a nuance. If you draft or make trades or do things that defer compensation. So let's say someone wants Taylor and they get a third round pick for him. I accept that. Part of it might be they don't mind Mills quarterbacking. They don't mind not having Taylor, who's a little better. But at least they're getting compensated for it. If you just sit the superior player, the lo- you lose the locker room. But you just said the lottery ticket of Davis Mills is that he may have this upside. Mm-hmm. Can't you excuse it? As We know if, Tyrod if Taylor doesn't has, have upside. If he has upside, meaning this is going to be four, five, six games in which we're going to find out. Could right. you not argue, oh, maybe we need a little more than this? Well, again, if they wanted that, they didn't have to get Taylor. You know, Taylor is the ultimate 4 and 12, 4 and 13 type quarterback, though he's had better years. And listen, let's give the, it's a human being, right? I know he's made a lot of money, but it is kind of sad to think, all right, you're behind Baker Mayfield, you don't get really a chance. And remember, he made the playoffs his last full season as a starter with, with Buffalo. The Bills, yeah, yeah. So makes the playoffs. He got hurt in the playoff game. Well, <laughs> makes the playoffs. Goes to Cleveland. Gets gets jettisoned by the Bills. Goes to Cleveland. Doesn't really get to play. I think he started one or two games, right? Then he goes, all right, Chargers. That's the ticket. Well, the doctor the, with the shot. Who knows what that was about? And then Herbert, who may be the second most valuable player in the NFL long-term right now. And now he goes to Houston. You're thinking, this is it. No way Mills is going to supplant him unless he messes up. Well, hammy. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So, RJ, let's take a look at the Week 3 matchups. Let's start with the game of the week. The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Bucks at the LA Rams. The Bucks lay in one and a half points. Okay, now, this is something that if you don't track the line move, 
You don't know when it happened. This has been a major, major line move. Tampa Bay opened up, and it, this was the world opener, a one-point underdog in this game. Oh, no, actually, the world opener was a two-point underdog. So you could have gotten Tampa Bay plus two. All right. Then what happened was on Tuesday morning, it got steamed up, 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 up from two to one and then to minus one the other way. And now it's one and a half. So you could have been plus two. Now you're minus one and a half. You might say, huh, uh, it won't. Do, do, doesn't matter. <laughs> it does matter. And you know the best way to think about it is think about the money line. At plus two, you would have been could have gotten what plus one ten, right? You can give you plus one ten on Tampa Bay, and now at minus two, minus one and a half, you're like what minus one twenty five. Exactly. So thank you, is <laughs> thanks for confirming. So think you can be plus one twenty or minus one twenty. That's forty five freaking cents. That's all the value. I love Tampa. Love them at plus two. Lean, lean only at minus one and a half. We'll see what happens. What do you think the key point is on the game? I think the key point is the Rams bend, don't break defense, and they they were willing to give what what you, or give give you stuff underneath. Tom Brady takes what he wants underneath, and that's how he's historically beat teams. The Rams are going to have to make some stops in the red zone. Rams last year did well against Brady, but that was before they really were hitting on all cylinders. Gronk this year, he's got his legs back. Gronk's probably one of the three or four best tight ends right now. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. How much does the potential absence of Antonio Brown concern you? It's it's abundance of riches. I love having that third elite receiver because Brady just can go wherever he wants. And with Ramsey, you want to have multiple ones. But boy, they still probably have the most. You know, think about it. this team, the Tampa Bay Bucks could lose Antonio Brown and still have the best playmakers in football. Absolutely. I, I think that this is a big game for the Rams, much more than the Bucks. The Bucks, I don't think the Bucks are going undefeated, but well, this but is remember a- now that number one seed. Right, there's only one of them. Very one buy. If whoever wins this game, the other team would have to pick up two games. Absolutely, and I. But I think the Bucks. This is just another game to them for the Rams. This is the game of the year. Next week, New England. But Brady's not the type to look ahead. Oh, sure, he's not. Let's do it, baby. Uh, let's go to Arizona, where the Cardinals are at the Jags facing Trevor Lawrence. The Cardinals giving up seven and a half points on the road. Okay, so obviously Jacksonville looks in disarray. Urban Meyer, rumors of going places. Does that affect the team? Hell yeah, it does. I think it affects Trevor Lawrence. As we've said, we've been critical. He's never really faced adversity, at least as far as I can see. And how's he going to do with it? Because here, hey, Trevor, adversity is here at this point. And just look at Urban's face if you wonder about that. Now, on the other hand, Arizona's been great. And Kyler Murray, the more I see of him, the more I think this. When he's healthy, early season, he's spry, he's great. He's great. When he gets banged up, he's far from great. He's healthy. I don't want to lay it here. This line was own I mean this line was six and a half with the look ahead. So literally a week ago you could have bet this at six and a half, seven and a half, it's out of range for me. But if I had to bet, I'd lean Jackson. Do the Jags feel unbettable to you at this point? Yes. <laughs> Which very few teams ever are. Yeah. Indianapolis at Tennessee in a surprising battle for first place in the AFC South. That tells you something about that division. Plus five and a half for the Colts. Colts would be 0 3 if they lose this game. 
Carson Wentz, I believe he's going to play. He practiced. I'm not sure how much of a change that is to the odds. I think it's a little bit, a couple points. But I think he caught some heat from not playing on those ankles last game. And I think he's going to give it his best. I'm not sure it helps him, though. If he's really banged up, I'd rather have the backup. Last start on this game, Tennessee was in a must-win spot, it felt like, when they were down against Seattle. And they came back. I don't think they have it in them to do it again. I think Tennessee's fatigued right now. It's in division. I'd lean Colts. The Ravens coming off their biggest win in their franchise in quite a while. Going to Detroit to take on the Lions. The Ravens giving up eight points. Okay, so this is a battle of two factors. One is Baltimore is a bully. He smells. That's all we know is that they want to run it up. On the other hand, Lamar Jackson's banged up from his celebratory flip. And also, they just had an amazing win. They had a monkey off their back type win. Is it possible the team that's always focused against the have-nots, Baltimore, isn't focused here? I don't know. I never bet against Baltimore laying big points because they run it up. This is a spot, though, I won't bet on them because I question motivation. One of the big line movers this week, Buffalo hosting the football team, was 9.5 early in the week. Now the Bills' uh, seven-point favorites. And it just moved from 7.5 to 7. If you look at it, the move from nine and a half to seven and a half is about the same as seven and a half to seven because of key numbers. And seven is such a key number. I agree with this move. I gave it out on the podcast at seven and a half. I don't love it here, but if it, it could get bet up, here's why. Josh Allen, rookie year, below average. Second year, below average. This year, his fourth year, 26th in EPA during the competitive times of the game, non-garbage time. So he's got one amazing year. Now, what was his big step up last year? Where did he grow? Josh Allen, accuracy. Accuracy right now, McKenzie, number 26. Isn't that right? 27th out of 32 rated quarterbacks. 27th out of 32 rated based on next-gen stats. That's exactly where he was his second year. Everything is the same. COVID year was funny. No fans in the stands. Who knows? I can tell you this. If you ever thought Josh Allen is going to regress, not only have we seen it these two games, but his last two games, both playoff games last year, were bad. He's had four bad games in a row. I don't want to bet Josh Allen. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We got multiple best bets coming up. First, you in college football. Oh, baby, $80,000. <laughs> 
Let's go with Virginia minus three and a half over Wake Forest. That's tonight. It's a knee-jerk reaction to Virginia after the UNC game, which was a 59-39 blowout loss. What's the knee-jerk reaction? That North Carolina blew the doors off Virginia, and people were down on North Carolina because they lost week one, but North Carolina's just correcting. They were a lot better than they showed in week one. Things are correcting for them. Virginia is an elite passing offense, and Wake's throwing the ball well, too, but they can't run the ball, and they've played much inferior competition, Old Dominion, Norfolk State, Florida State. Funny to mention them as inferior. If they've become one-dimensional, I see Virginia getting margin in this game. I'm trusting that Wake's strong early D numbers are more about competition than talent, and getting back home puts Virginia back in the win column. Virginia minus three and a half over Wake Forest, my best bet. Uh, and that's tonight. Tonight. Okay. And yeah, college football are, is so much about strength of schedule, especially early in the year. You can have teams four and five and It's almost like Carolina that that uh, they haven't beaten anyone, and they end up you know six you know sometimes six and five or whatever six and six. So. Um, in general, especially when you look at stats and you say, oh, in the NFL, even the hardest schedule isn't that far from the easiest schedule. In college, it's night and day. Sometimes taking a loss against a really good team shows you more than a win against a nobody team. Real quick, because we got an extra minute here. Notre Dame, Wisconsin, thoughts on that? <sighs> Not much. I have no idea what's going to happen here. I think Jack Cohn's a better quarterback than Graham Mertz. I think, I, but I just I can't see. Wisconsin laying this many points What's against anybody five and a half. Okay, so but I don't. I'm not running to back Notre Dame either. Now, would you agree Notre Dame as the seasons progressed, there went that Florida State game looks worse and worse. Yes. All right. Uh, let's hear your best bet, RJ. Okay, I'm going with Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, and a lot of people might think lane seven, RJ. That seems kind of squarish. Over seven, I don't like. Seven, I can do. You win by a touchdown, you don't lose. But I'm actually come around a little bit. I think, quite frankly, the NFL lends itself with going forward on fourth, with teams trying to extend leads. Remember, back in the old days, you get a 10-point lead, you sit on the ball. Nowadays, it's not like that anymore. And I do think, and it's, it's funny, when I was you know, 25, 28, I used to say, oh, so-and-so, he's out of it. He's still back in the 70s. Well, it's very important for me not to be back in the 90s. And I'm more inclined to lay the lumber. Why do it here? Fields. It's not the field they're playing on. It's the quarterback <laughs> fields. You know why? This guy's not ready. He's not ready. You, you've seen it every game he's played. And because of that, I know the Browns are going to be focused. They're going to run the heck out of the ball. Bears defense is overrated. Best bet of the week. Browns going against Fields and the Bears. 